When he turned his back from shoulder to shoulder, it looked like as wide as the tailgate of a truck. And this darkness, literal darkness, just came like all over, just, just all over me except where I was standing. This thing let out the most blood-curdling, mind-blowing, spine-tingling scream that you've ever heard in your life, and it cut through me like a knife. And I knew that they were going to take me. I just knew it. And then the next thing I can remember is being levitated. Well, when I look in there, uh, I see two big eyes staring back at me. Hello and welcome. You're listening to The Bump Podcast, a place for the believers of the unexplained, monsters, and paranormal. Join us, and we'll go face-to-face with what goes bump in the night. episode for you today uh this has been a long time coming but we have another update from denise the lady um who has explained to us her relationship with who she calls harry and harry calls himself refers to himself as an Eliud, which would be the offspring of a Nephilim. So there's fallen angel watcher, Nephilim, Eliud. Um, granddaddy was an angel. Okay. This Eliud, the spirit, this Bigfoot, Harry, has uh, kept in contact with Denise even after she moved. Um, there used to be a whole lot of gifting involved. Um, her, her earlier appearances on the show, um, she had you know visual encounters. She would go out in the woods and see where he would leave stuff. She would leave stuff for it, and back and forth, and it, it developed. It it is furthered into this relationship um, where he revealed revealed these things to her about being an Eliud and that um, there was knowledge that he was wanting to share with her. Things that she didn't study or anything like that, but she gained insight from this um, this Eliud, this Harry. And, you know, Denise said that there, there's been some further developments and I just feel like it's really important to talk to her. So hopefully she'll jump on here in just a minute. Um, we'll get into these, these experiences that she's been having. Give me just one second. I'll see if I can get her on. Okay. Got it. <laughs> awesome. So how's it going for, for the camera, for the audience here? How's it going? <laughs> Everything's good. Things are going good. Glad to hear it. Crazy times, uh, but things are good. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. Um, all right. First thing, real fast. I, I know that 
you mentioned that you wanted to get into stories about, you know, some, some family stuff as well as recapping about what's going on with Harry. Um, yeah. I've had a whole lot of feedback. You are a, a very popular person. <laughs> That's unusual for me because I like the high. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh, this relationship that you've developed with Harry. And it was mainly when he said that he was an Eliud and we started looking into what that was. Mm-hmm. And people are like, oh, no. And myself included, I got I got pretty worried. You know, I told you that in emails, you know, that I was worried. And, uh, was <laughs> and people are like, oh, no, that's a demon. You know, tell, tell her to run. And, you know, you sent me something very interesting. And you asked me about, and I, we'll get into that, you know, whenever you're ready. But okay. Um, I just wanted to make sure all was well, that everybody know that, you know, you haven't been possessed by a hairy demon or anything like that. <laughs> No, you came to visit me, though. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, why don't you tell us about it? You know, let's go ahead and let's, let's start off with Harry, and then we can get into family matters if you want to. Sounds good. Okay. Um, since I moved, um, there were the I I had two things that he did. There was one place right before I quit the job I was talking about in my last time I was on the show. Yeah. And I was sitting outside. And yeah, I smoke cigarettes. I'm sitting there smoking a cigarette, sitting on the curb. And I heard something to the left of me. And there's woods around where the parking lot is. And I heard this noise. It's, it, it sounded human, but it was really loud. And it went, whoop. Mm. And then I heard it again. I heard it again. I'm looking around. I'm thinking, all right, someone's messing with me. Somebody's there. And then I'm hearing it again, and it's further away. And then it's further away. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, that has to be Harry. Yeah. Because nobody can run that fast to get that, that whoop out. And as he's going back, and he did that like three times, he ran back and forth. And then I said, Harry, if that's you, do it again. And he did. He did it again. And then it was gone. Wow. That was it. I thought that was really cool. That is cool. And the, after we, the last time I was on the show, I, you know, I wondered. You know, what am I getting myself into here? What's going on? You know, it's kind of weird. And I was at work one night, the place I'm still at. And I don't know, I had this real uneasy feeling. And all I could think of is, I got to get out of here. I'm, I'm going to finish up, get the hell out of here and go. So as I was getting to the door, I start feeling like anxiety. And I, I opened up the door. And as soon as I came outside, it felt like, that that feeling that when I was bluff charged that oh. something just like a, something just like did that and I said what and then I heard Harry say snap out of it because I was in this really bad funk of, yeah feeling sorry for myself I was going through something else yeah. and I wasn't reading I wasn't studying and he told me to get back to my studies and then I felt that feeling like I've talked to you about before where it's, it's this intense feeling like something is so angry and something wants to hurt me. Right, yeah. And I said, Harry, why are you doing that? He said, so you'll know it's me. Mm. And then it was gone. It was gone. Now, after I emailed you, 
and I was going to come on the show again. Yeah. I start getting under attack like you wouldn't believe. I had all kind of things, strange things happening to me. I had this strain abscess on my throat and a few other things were going on. And then I start getting those feelings like hairy again. Yeah. Only it was different and I couldn't figure it out. So this, this went on for a good half of the day. I was going through all one thing after another. Somebody was in my garage, but nobody could have gotten my garage. Hmm. They moved something in there. Somebody took one of my flags off my porch and pulled it apart. Now, I don't know who could have done that. You know, different things like that. And then, like, I, I was starting to get that feeling again. But, it like, it was so different, it was weak. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the same as Harry's. Okay. And it felt like there was not just one but more than one of these little Harry's or whatever it was right. going on. And I just sat there and I said out loud, you're not Harry. And it stopped and never came back. Really? And I thought that was really, really strange. That is strange. That's, that's interesting. You know, like maybe something was trying to make you believe it was Harry. That's what like, I thought. Or just a, just a general <laughs> annoyance kind of spirit you know it was annoying very annoying it was scary yeah yeah i guess i guess it would be you know any kind of anytime you come under attack like that you know mm -hmm. and uh i don't know if you have an instagram or not but I, I was just sharing on there this week uh from the time we were recording this uh I, I was asking people if they had any specific messages or scriptures that they like to use um for for prayer and protection and so like mm -hmm. spiritual warfare because I'm it's all I can think about lately. It's like, it's on my mind so heavy. Like I need to learn it. I need to know it. I, I feel like there's a time coming, you know, that we're, yeah. we're going to need it. Yeah. And you're, you're obviously going through the same thing. You know, you, you've got your own battles here. So, and you're not alone. <laughs> is what I'm saying. <laughs> not, I'm, I'm here with you. There, there's a whole world, you know, nobody's alone. That's it. Everybody's going through their own thing. Absolutely right. So you said that, you know, in our emails that Harry came to visit you a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, I uh, maybe it was about three weeks ago at this point. And I, you know, I, of course, issued my concern. And you said some things that were pretty revealing. It were pretty, uh, uh, caught me off guard, I should say. It, it caught me off guard talking about the possibility of. Harry looking to redeem himself, mm -hmm. looking for redemption. Can you tell me more about that? What? Uh, I don't know how to explain it, but the way he puts it to me is that there's something terrible going on in, in whatever is part of his life. Right. And that he needs to do something for redemption. And that's his mission. Yeah. And in a way, it, it brings me to to the book of Enoch mm -hmm. and the book of Giants, because I did go through and reread the book of Giants. And um, something that, this is maybe getting off of Harry, but it pertains to Harry is that it talks about 
when Noah was born and he was different. Yes. And his father, I'm not even gonna try to say the names cause I'll butcher them. <laughs> but his father thought that maybe he was born as a Nephilim, wow. as a watcher. So he went to his father, who is the son of Enoch, mm -hmm. and he told him about it. And Enoch explained to him that he's the wonder child, that he's to say, you know, with the floods coming and explained the whole story to him and how Noah's chosen to be the one to restart life again. Yes. And what I got from that is, like it says on the back cover of that book, mm -hmm. that possibly the Nephilim, one Nephilim survived. Yeah. And he's going to redeem all the horrors that the other Nephilim did. And somehow to me, Harry falls in there somewhere. Yeah. Him and his kind, maybe. Right. Yeah. Because, you know, it's not too far-fetched that if the fallen, you know, they took wives, they took women, mm -hmm. they, they created the Nephilim. Mm -hmm. It's not far-fetched at all that the Nephilim would have continued the same thing. Mm-hmm. So there would be these LEU, these creatures. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when the flood come and it wiped out the Nephilim and the LEU or whatever their offspring. The flesh. Yes. It, 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 it killed the flesh and the spirit of these Nephilim were released. And that's, that's the demons that we fight. Now, the LEU, would their spirit be a little weaker maybe? they would carry on also immortal because they're still what, a quarter immortal true um so would they be inherently evil as their their parents or would they be able to have redemption that's a wonderful question that's it is um and another question can be was noah a nephilim because nowhere does enoch say he wasn't Right. Well, Noah wasn't a demon. Noah was not a demon. And <laughs> as far as I know, the whole purpose of the flood and why Noah was chosen was his bloodline mm -hmm. was the only one left uncorrupted um, by Nephilim blood. Mm -hmm. Now, one of his son's wives, maybe they were nephilim or you know the bloodline could have existed you know the bloodline could have made it mm -hmm. um but I, you when you said something about him being redeemed that he was looking for redemption i started studying mm -hmm. i i bought a book it's titled angels it's by dr michael heiser and it talks about everything there is to know <laughs> about biblical angels you know the orders of angel wow different species of angel mm -hmm. or, or of celestial being. And that question came up, can the fallen ones be redeemed? That's one of the questions in the book. And 
he said the only thing biblically that he could find, and he he goes through the Apocrypha, you know, all the Apocryphal texts, mm -hmm. Dead Sea Scrolls and all that. The only thing that he could find was that the crucifixion of Jesus Christ was for humanity's redemption. Uh -huh. It doesn't mention angels. No. Nope. Um, that there is basically no redemption known for the fallen. But with Harry, he would be three quarters human. So he looks it too. <laughs> does he? Yeah. Just hairy as can be, but he has a man's face. Wow. So would he be human enough? Does he? I guess he would have a soul. I guess he is a soul, right? Does he have a physical manifestation? Can he appear in physical form? Yeah. That's what I seen him as. Yeah. I, yeah. That's so wild. It is. It's 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 interesting, confusing. Yeah. But, but you know, I, I know in the book of Enoch, I think it's in the second book of Enoch. There's three books of Enoch. And in the second book of Enoch, that's the one the the Slavic mm -hmm. version of it, the the Gnostics believe in it. They it's written in there that Enoch tried to redeem the nephilim wow why was he given an opportunity to redeem the nephilim if they can't be redeemed you know right. that there there comes that part too yeah huh that's man, such such an interesting topic it's such a thing to con to consider because there's no way for us to know no there isn't um but Harry seeking it, and you you brought up another good point, you know, about the conversations you and Harry have pertaining pertaining to Jesus, mm -hmm. that he is, you know, not evil in a sense of if you rebuke him in the name of Jesus, that he'll scatter. Instead, he's telling you to draw closer to Jesus, right? Yes, yes, yes. And there was a he told. Like I said, he told me to read those other books and stuff. Yes. The um the book of Adam and Eve and some of that stuff's really way out there. Yeah. And I asked him one time, why did you have me read those? And he said it wouldn't hurt to read them. And when I think about it, it actually helped me get over that evil mean hateful god that i had to fear you know mm -hmm. because now i see there's a god of love which i don't i don't see that when i read the old testament right the only thing i see about love is when jesus came and yeah. he was pure love yes. you know this other the yahweh or jehovah or whatever you want to call him is anything but <laughs> you know <laughs> mercy and everything but i mean he's one mean dude yeah. spirit or whatever so reading those it doesn't hurt it didn't hurt it helped me yeah. so okay but do i believe all that stuff that i was reading no right. right but it's like anything else you read take what you need and leave the rest behind <laughs> you know what that's a 
perfect outlook on it. It really mm-hmm. is. You know, mm-hmm. take take from it what you need to. Mm-hmm. Don't take it all to heart. But you know, yep. that's, that's so true. That's a good way to look at it. And yeah, you're right. Old Testament God, he didn't fool around. You no, know? he didn't. <laughs> he was dropping hammers on everybody. <laughs> you know. Yeah, and I grew up. I was yeah raised as a Catholic. My dad was a Protestant, and I remember back in those days. When I, I, I'm going to, what, a catechism it was called? Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, we're supposed to sit there and listen, and the priest, everything was still in Latin. Mm-hmm. And how, how am I supposed to learn? You know, I didn't know what he was saying. Yeah. The nuns would yell at us and stuff. And I got to the point where I learned how to play hooky in catechism. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You know, when I was going to catechism, you know, because I grew up Catholic too when I was when I was a little boy, uh, the you know church was already in English, you know. But my dad, <laughs> he was an altar boy. He said the whole thing was in Latin. He had to learn Latin to keep up with what was being said, you know, because uh-huh. he had a you know he had to know when to ring those bells, <laughs> you know, and all that. Yeah, it's like here's your cue. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so, so Harry's telling you to go ahead and get closer to Jesus, to draw, draw closer to Jesus. Yeah, talk to Jesus the same way I talk to him. And he, he mentions a lot of things about, I mean, we were created with seven senses and we only use six of them. And um, the way he explained it to me, and this is how I communicate with Harry, and there's some religions that actually believe that this is a spiritual connected connection to God is through the penal gland. Yes. Okay. And when I was a kid, I was never forced to brush my teeth. I didn't drink water. And so I never got none of that fluoride in there. So I don't believe mine's like a raisin yet. Right. <laughs> so uh, that is how I communicate with Harry. And that's how he told me to talk to Jesus because Jesus is always there for me. And he professes that Jesus came in the flesh as God. He's God in the flesh. Yes. And that is what really, really blew my mind. Yeah. And you, as you know, I have a problem with um, Pauline Christianity. Right. And, I, re- I read through that and read through it, and not one place do I see him say or read that he says that Jesus is God in the flesh. He refers to Jesus. He refers to Jesus Christ, and he calls him the son of God. But not once does he say he is God. Now, the other apostles do in the Gospels. Because they were with Jesus and they repeat what Jesus has said. Yeah. So I, I do have a problem with that still. And now I just skip over that. I read the Gospels, Revelations, Peter, a lot of the Old Testament. And mm-hmm. that that helps me a lot. Uh, I also had a hard time with Paul the first time I read through the New Testament. <laughs> I thought, this guy seems a little... You know, there's something off about Paul. Kind of shady. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, 
I tell you what, I I gave him another chance. I, I read through it again, and I bought this amazing study Bible. Mm-hmm. But uh, and it it helps break down a lot of things that were a little bit difficult for me to grasp. But I found a new newfound appreciation for Paul. You know, you know all the suffering he did to be a spread to spread the word of God. You know, so I will look through um paul's works you know all his letters and stuff and i'll see if i can find because i thought he said something about jesus laying down his deity Hmm. to be to to be born you know as man if i can find that i'll holler at you that that might change my opinion there and actually call harry a liar (laughs) (laughs) well i'm not trying to make harry bad not by any chance uh, you know I, I think it's wonderful and you know you you nailed something else too denise I'm, I'm sorry i'm doing so much of the talking here oh please do um when you're talking about the pineal gland mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of people that say you know with run-of-the-mill bigfoot you know that the sasquatch running around out here that they may not be um spiritual in a sense of thinking that they are a spirit creature you know that they're that they could be a flesh and blood creature but they still have access to that pineal gland because of their diet it's not like man you know that we had the same abilities they're more of a wild man they're more of a natural man Mm -hmm. and their their mind speak or telepathy it's something that we're supposed to be able to do, mm-hmm. but they haven't had that pineal gland, you know, beat down or calcified or whatever. Uh, so right. I, think, I think you're dead on with what you're saying. You know, you've managed to retain some of that, that access, that third eye connection and open, it keeps you open. Now, yeah. think, mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. And, you know, dogs, I think dogs have, a lot of that going on because they instinctively know things yeah and it's like my dog she, she'll park at certain cars as i'm walking out or walking her and then i'll look and say oh i see why you're barking at that one <laughs> 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 driving down. some creeper in that car yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness instinctively oh. know good and good from bad too there's you know she's mostly friendly to most people but there's some people her hair will stand up on her end and she'll show her teeth. Yep. And yep. I know why. Well, you know, we get those gut feelings. Yeah. So if if we are still getting gut feelings, we have to trust an animal's instincts, you know? Right. So that's what that is. You know, our, our gut feeling is our instinct, you know? <laughs> our gut and our penile gland are attached too. I believe that. And I believe that's how the Holy Spirit works in us too, because you know we need that nudge, get that strong gut feeling about something. Yes, sometimes I need a slap in the back of my head. <laughs> you know, I need that. Oh, uh, so Harry's doing good. Harry's helping you. Yeah, and it's like you know that that that's what he told me. You'll know it's me, and yeah. he was right. Wow. I knew it was him. It wasn't him when those little Harrys were tormenting me. <laughs> right. Yeah, whatever those little things were. Maybe yeah. sick, sick Harry. Was him. 
you know? I don't want them coming back. No. For real. Stage. Yeah, for real. Because that, you know, any kind of demonic or, or unclean spirit, if that's what, you know, I'd rather call it unclean. Um, maybe Harry can intervene on that. You know, I mean, it's, there's spiritual warfare all the time. Oh, yeah. Always good versus evil going on. Right. Maybe he's, uh, maybe he's got the ability to take care of some of that stuff. That would be cool. He hasn't wild. thought it yet. <laughs> yeah. It, it's just, it's wild that that stuff, it's real. And I, I wish I could see that side, but it's probably for our own good that we don't. Yeah. Sometimes I think that some of these people that talk about their encounters and by no means am I suggesting anybody do what I did. Right. You know, because they could be in extreme danger. <laughs> <sighs> but test it. If one's coming around and trying to get your attention. And like I said before, I had a spiritual friend that said, find out what he wants. Maybe he has a message for you. Right. If you're looking for the pack that will help you survive the worst day of your life or a pack to use for your everyday carry that you never have to worry about failing. If you're looking for the perfect bug out bag, the perfect bushcraft pack uh, for camping, hiking, whatever your needs, go to SquatchSurvivalGear.com and check it out. All products are 100% Made in America, you can use promo code BUMP22 and save 10% site-wide. All right, that's BUMP, B-U-M-P, 22, to save 10% site-wide. This is a veteran-owned business. Like I said, every component of every product made in America, the buckles, the zippers, the straps, American-made. Um, there's never been a more important time than now to bring it home. You know what I mean? So go to SquatchSurvivalGear.com. Best products on the market. I've got videos on YouTube about it if you want to see it. Um, or just go to the website. Check it out. SquatchSurvivalGear.com. But wait, there's more. <laughs> hey, Chris messaged me and said that if you guys use Bump22 as the promo code this year, that he's going to increase that discount to 15%. So get on there now. Use Bump22. Save 15% site-wide at SquatchSurvivalGear.com. And he's done so much and helped me so much. Well, that's great. Yeah, that's a relief to me. I, I mean, I worried. I worried over you. Like, I hope everything's okay. I I don't want this evil force to be trying to misguide somebody. And people were messaging me, "You have to get a hold of her. Uh, <laughs> let let her know what's going on, and uh, please tell her I said such and such." And I'm, oh, uh, you, yeah. A lot of people. <laughs> I'm, I'm not exaggerating. Yeah. This is some scary stuff. It is. Yeah, it it's is. Scary stuff. It's it's eternal kind of things you know and but it's a relief to me uh whatever path harry is on it sounds like he's on the side of the good guys so, i think so. so that's good some of his personality traits are pretty funny 
some of the interactions we've had, the time that I smelt them. Yeah. And <laughs> I was out cutting my grass and I, I smelt them. And Harry, is that you? It was him. And I really smell bad. And I, I asked him, do you take baths? And he says, no. I says, well, then do you swim? And he said, yeah. I says, well, why don't you go take a swim? <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, I didn't smell him anymore after that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. That, it's turned into a real relationship, like a real friendship. Yeah, real friendship. Yeah. And he's part human, so why not? Right. Yeah. yeah. Different, but he's still part human. Yeah. That's wild. I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you, if you have more Harry, tell me all about it. If you don't have more Harry, you were telling me that you had some family. Yes. And, and perhaps you, your own encounter from the past or experience in the past that you had not recognized. Yes. Yes. I'll start with my brother. Okay. He, okay, we, we used to spend a lot of time in the woods when I was growing up. That, and that was the thing back then. Everyone was hanging out in the woods, doing whatever. Some good things, not so good things. But anyway, he come running home one night. And he was with a couple of his other buddies. And he said that he seen something he thought was an ape. But it was a little, it wasn't as big, like 10 feet tall or anything. Right. But he and his, they seen it and they ran. He was white as a ghost when he got home really that was one encounter and this was all going on this is in hopewell township in beaver county uh-huh and a lot of woods here and my sister she lives in another rural area a little bit past where i used to live and it's in hanover township and she lived on a road called harsherville road and she worked a job where, I mean, she had to leave for work at 3.30 in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning to go to work. And she would carpool with these other girls. And there was one morning when they were picking her up. And she said, as soon as she got in the car, this big, dark, hairy thing ran across the road. Really? And they really? all seen it. <laughs> wow. It wasn't just one person. And the funny thing about that is, in the BFRO, where they have the sightings, mm -hmm. there's a sighting in her area where really? she was living. Yeah, and then they were camping in her backyard one time. I wasn't there, but my, my other brother was telling me about it, where they heard something big and heavy walking around the tent. And they thought it was my sister's husband. Mm -hmm. And they looked, and he's laying there sleeping. Oh, wow. And all they did, they got up, they ran in the house. So they thought that that might have been an encounter there. Something yeah. just walking around the tent. And um, when I was a teenager, we had this drive-in. It was called Cane Road Drive-In. And behind the drive-in, there was a hill. And we would go through the woods from where I lived to get to this drive-in. So I was with a group of people. We were back here watching the movie. We had our little radio tuned into it. And I heard what everybody heard it, but I thought it sounded like gunshots. 
And now that I think about it, it sounded like the tree knocks that Harry used to do. Oh, wow. Yeah. And all of a sudden I hear run. So we start running and we're running. Not, no one's stopping. And then I was wearing flip-flops and one of my shoes flew off and I was turning around to go back and get it. And one of the guys that was there, he grabbed me and says, no, you can't go back. I said, why? He goes, you don't want to know. Just keep running. We ran all the way until we got under the street light up on the street. Yeah. And we never talked about it again. Oh my gosh. And below my mother's house, there's a, there's a park and it's called Hopewell Community Park. And on the BFRO, there was a sighting there. Really? So there's, yeah, there's a lot of activity in that area. You know, you're the second person today that I've that I talked to about Pennsylvania and, and Sasquatch stuff. This is wild. A lot of it. it there really is. Mm -hmm. um, is this Western Pennsylvania by chance? Southwestern. Southwest. Okay. Yeah. County. And um, like I was saying before about where I used to live, I was able to see this body of water. Well, I'm at, it's called the Ambridge Reservoir. Mm -hmm. And um, I could see it from my porch. And this is where I thought, you know, Harry was going back and forth from. And uh, I have two nephews and you're not allowed to fish here. And that's why this could be why a lot of people don't put it out there nah. when they have these things that go on. But I've heard them and numerous other people in their fishing, and they actually have whole trees thrown at them. Oh my goodness. And there was a sighting there on the BFRO too. Really? Yeah. <laughs> at this community park, is it a... Uh... Is it like city owned, county owned, or is it state land? Or? Ambridge Reservoir is actually owned by the town of Ambridge. That's okay. their drinking water. Okay. And Ambridge is actually across the river, Ohio River, from where this is at. But their mm. water is pumped there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you're not supposed to be back here. Wow. But I've been back here many a times. Yeah. And uh, I've never actually had anything strange happen to me there, or maybe I just didn't notice it. So a lot of times you just don't notice things. Exactly. Exactly. I think about that kind of stuff all the time. Like when I was a kid, you know, well, <laughs> to me, it was downtown that I lived in. Okay. Downtown, which was uh, not like towns, big towns. You know, it was downtown logan west virginia is like there's a few hundred people not <laughs> you know <laughs> not right. thousands and thousands of people yeah. yeah i get it you know and i lived in this 100 year old house this stone house that we, we were poor you know and people my a friend of the family allowed us to live there rent free mm -hmm. you know just try try to keep up with this old home you know my mom you know raised us in there but I can remember, you know, back in like the late 80s, going outside, you know, on the on the porch. And, you know, we lived on a hillside and in the distance, you know, I could hear stuff, you know, I could hear people screaming, you know, or huh. it sounded like, it sounded like a, a woman screaming bloody murder. That's, and, and yeah. <laughs> I was like, huh, 
something must have scared her. And you just go back yeah. in the house. That's the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear something like that. Yeah, what like, the oh. hey, Who's out there? Yeah, or, oh, it must be some kids playing somewhere. Yeah. No, it ain't. <laughs> no, it ain't. No, you think those things are it. Yeah. And seeing flashing lights. Yeah. Yeah. Have I you see seen UFOs up there? Mm-hmm. Have you? I see lights. I don't know if they're UFOs or not, but I see lights. I did. Okay. I don't and see them where I'm at right now. But back at your old place? Yeah, but the old place, I've seen a lot of lights. Yeah, you sent me pictures. I think that was a really hot spot. I do too. Yeah, I remember that first time you sent me pictures of some lights mm -hmm. that you had taken from your porch. Yeah. Creepy. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely is. You've had some... Uh, You've had some stuff go on. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's good though. Thanks so to keep an open mind though. That's it. Well, let me ask you though, why do you think uh, and I don't mean any disrespect by this at all. I'm, I'm I mean you know me by now. Uh, why do you think you were selected? What makes you sensitive to these things? Um, Maybe because I'm not afraid to come on your show and talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. That you you're, you're vocal. That, I would, that I'll say something. Yeah. You know, yeah. One of my attributes, that, so I'm told anyway, that, that, you know, I speak my mind. <laughs> that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, that's yeah. a wonderful thing. Um, and even though I gravitate away from people. I don't have a problem saying what I need to say or what I feel led to say. And, and maybe that's why Harry came to me because he wanted me to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I believe what you have to say is important, you know, and I appreciate you doing it. And I, I think you're right. Um, a lot of people, if something like this went on, they would deny it. Mm -hmm. You know, they would, um try to drink it away or something you know what i mean commit themselves <laughs> yeah yeah i mean anything yeah. I mean, it, to be approached like this you're open-minded enough and brave enough to to talk about it you know to, to bring it out and i think that's a wonderful thing and i appreciate you doing it and i appreciate you letting me share your story you know thank i think you. i think it's wonderful I, I thank you i really do is there anything that we haven't gone over that that we needed to catch up on? Oh, I, I mentioned before about going to 150 different churches and stuff. And there was something you were talking about a few weeks ago on your show. I mean, you were having that little conversation about speaking in tongues. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if I, I'm going to share it to heck with it, yeah. but um how I got to going to all these churches is, yeah, you know, I was in a really bad marriage. And every time we'd broke up, I'd get with my girlfriend and we'd church hop. Yeah. We'd go from church, 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 church. And she decided that she wanted to go to this one Catholic church in a small little area, nice little church. So we went there and there was this woman in there. She was going out, she's speaking in tongues and she's pointing at the priest and she's going like this and she's oh. saying all this stuff. And, and my friend looks at me, she goes, 
oh, I didn't know this was going to happen here. I didn't know it was Pentecostal. I said, it's not. I said, we're in a Catholic church. You wanted to come here. And she goes, well, what do you think she's saying? I said, oh, she's probably chewing that priest off because he's a pervert or something. Maybe he's a pedophile. <laughs> and the, the funny thing about this is um, when all this stuff went down on the priest, and they had 300 priests. They published all the names in the parishes. He was one of them. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Oh, my. Oh, yes. Wow. <laughs> okay. So she was, she got hit with the Holy Spirit. She was lining that man out. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Tell my dad that story. He, he don't. <laughs> Oh man, that's awesome. That is great. Doug's had some interesting experiences in some of the different churches. Yeah, I would say so. You know, I've I've been to a, a fair amount of churches. My wife and I, we looked around for a long time. Uh just trying to find one that that felt like home. You know what I mean? That 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 feels good. And me personally. As long as that, I feel like they're talking the truth. I'll go sit down anywhere. I don't care. Yeah. But my wife, you know, she's, I don't know if her spirit is stronger or if at the time her need was stronger, mm -hmm. but she, she didn't settle you know, on several places we went to, you know, some people were super friendly. Some people were a little pushy, um, but we wound up um, going to the small Small little community church is what we go to. It's actually a garage that's been, oh, cool. that's been modified into a church. That is so neat. Yes. <laughs> we, we have about 13 pews in there. Um, at any given time, we'll have, you know, 20 to 50 people that, that come, you know, anywhere in between there. But I, I'm telling you now, you can feel the Holy Ghost every time you go <laughs> every time you go in there that's good that, that's another thing that harry told me is that you know every religion out there has truth yeah. and every religion out there has lies yeah it don't matter you know it, it's all there you just go where you feel safe where you feel loved yeah. and like you said you feel the spirit yes absolutely right yeah, I gotta have that comforter with me. <laughs> you know, talking to Harry, I think would be, I'm not inviting him into, into my life by any means, but <laughs> I'm still too scared of that. <laughs> but I would, I would, I would appreciate being able to have a physical, you know, eye to eye kind of conversation with Harry. Uh, I don't, I don't want to get no passing thoughts from Harry because yeah. I don't want, I don't want anybody jumping inside here. I, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I do. Yeah. I, that, that would freak me out. I think you are tough as nails to be able to, to have that happen. And yeah, I don't want to sit down and have tea with them. <laughs> it's not, <laughs> that's not my thing. You know, I'd rather do the mind thing. Yeah. The yeah. occasional I see something or see his eye glow or hear him. Yeah. There was one time I heard him singing back here. It was it was amazing. Wow. And it wasn't like he was singing like we would sing. It was like somebody like 
meditating loud. And then he'd make another sound and it had to be him because nothing else was back in the woods. There's miles, you know. Right, yeah. I just thought it was really cool. It is cool. Man, there's so much we can learn. And yeah. You you get this inside knowledge, and I'm so grateful to you for, for sharing it with me, for coming on the show. And I know it was like I know it's late at night, and I gave you like hardly any notice, like, hey, let's do it. <laughs> 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 let's do it this week or whatever. So I, I appreciate you. Time, you know, I appreciate it. it. Thank you for having me on again. I really appreciate that too. Any time. <laughs> Stay in touch with me. I uh, will. Holler at me if anything comes up. If you need anything I can help you out with, just shoot me an email, okay? Okay. Thanks, Bo. Hey, thank you. Have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, that's it for this week, guys. I hope you enjoyed listening to the show. If you just have to have more content, you can go to patreon.com slash the bump podcast and subscribe and be a patron. Uh, got more and more content on there every week. So I hope you enjoy that. Uh, to catch up on past episodes, go to thebumppodcast.com. Click the episode tab and it'll take you to any episode you want to listen to. Also, if you want to be on the show, I would love to have you on. Share your story with us. Go to thebumppodcast.com. Click the holler at me button and holler at me. Send me an email, thebumppodcast at gmail.com. And uh, I'll get you on as fast as we can. All right. Again, thanks for listening. I love you guys. Until next time, don't stop believing.
in your life that you're you're ready to give your heart over to the Lord then I have a little a little message that I found that if you repeat it and you believe it in your heart this could help lead you closer to God to, to let Jesus Christ save you and it goes like this Heavenly Father I come to you from the depths of my heart realizing that I have sinned I repent of my sins and confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and died on the cross for me and my sins. I believe that you raised him from the dead. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and live in me now. I receive by faith you as my personal Lord and Savior. I receive your Holy Spirit as my comforter to help me obey you and do your will. It is in Jesus' name that I believe and receive the things prayed this day. Amen. Amen. 